With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. So Celtic over the line against Aberdeen thanks to a Jota strike and a Callum McGregor winner that was anything but a classic, but who cares? Three points and up the road with the heaters on, Jim. How did you find it? Yeah, um, the three points is all that matters. I thought in the first half an hour they were absolute on fire today and, you know, coming back from a, a hard night in Europe on Thursday, it was just important to get the three points. So the fact that we saw some performance as well was all the better. Yeah, I think a few folk were questioning that. was obviously a tough game on Thursday night. Uh and you wonder if the defeat might have taken a wee bit out of the players um, not so big in the, the travel obviously not too far away in Germany but I wonder if it was just a bit of a, um, a sore run but they seemed to respond well uh, and they opened the game really well just we'll touch on the lineup first of all so McCarthy obviously came in for Beaton and Abada retained his place for Forrest any thoughts on, on those decisions? <laughs> so I was talking to a pal before the game in the Forest one I don't know if he's just it's a wee bit kid gloves more than anything else I don't think it was you know, form Forrest seemed to be the form player of the two, so I think it might have been more not putting too many minutes into James's legs this early. McCarthy was a necessity. Yeah, I think they have just been careful with James, and I think you notice the difference in quality. The step up when Abada went off, Abada was poor again. When he goes off and Forrest comes on, I thought there was a, a real step up. I also thought for the most part McCarthy was good. I thought he was quite good at controlling the game and calming it down. And yeah, he'll play better than that. But I thought he'd done his job well today. Just thought he tired, that was all. Um, and some of his players started getting a bit ragged, and the fans you know, kind of got into him a wee bit on that. But I think if Angie had any options there, he'd have given McCarthy a break. But I, I agree, I think up until 60 minutes, he was nice and calm, very much not in the spotlight, just in the background doing his job. Yeah, I thought he managed the game out pretty well, I have to say. Um, before the game, of course, um, this was, I suppose, Betty Old's home tribute with the tributes at Hamden, which were great last week. Um, but Celtic part on him proud today so pre-match showed some really nice footage um, with the background of Old Lang Syne so Eddie uh, Reader's version which is obviously the the Christmas ad uh, soundtrack as well and it was just really touching really poignant it was great to see people were applauding throughout the footage um, Callum McGregor and, and Scott Brown then came out and lay wreaths pre-match there's a man at applause there's the big um display in the centre of the park what was it the line that's the entertainment uh, yeah. uh, you'll never walk alone so it really touched and really fitting wasn't it it really was and you know to get his, his, his home send off as well you know uh, on top of the uh, the fans being at the parkhead for him on uh, Friday there it was just nice and it's still emotional you know I think it's just because Bertie's one of those guys he's one of those players who fans get to know and there's a there's a connection there more than just a a fan player. The connection is a you know just a a lot of sharedness between Bertie and the, and the Celtic support. So it's still emotional, and it was nice to see. Yeah, I'd, I'd watched all the footage from from his service on Friday just across the weekend, and I think it was Jim Craig that said there was 
no other player that he's been aware of in Celtic's history that's connected more with the fans than Berry. So, yeah, another really fitting tribute to him and I believe his family and uh, his family were also in attendance today. So, really nice touch for them. So, back to the game. Um, as you say, James, I thought we started really well. I thought Jota in particular um, was just back to back to his usual tricks and, and really effective at times. Oh, I mean, that poor right back. Um, I think he gave the biggest applause when, when Jota went off. He had him on toast the whole game, but particularly the first half an hour, he was just all over him. Um, it, it's just slightly frustrating, disappointing we didn't get more goals out of that work because the chances were all over the place. Um, he's, he's a joy to watch, he really is. Yeah, I should mention, of course, an early scare before we really got going. Joe Hart went down. I think he took a knock of sorts from Ramirez. It didn't look too bad, actually. It looked quite innocuous, but it was a bit unclear whether he was going to continue. What did you see of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Ramirez is late on him. Um, and late on a goalie, and I think it seemed to be like late with his head more than his elbow. Hard to say. I need to see it on TV to see exactly what happened there. But it was when uh, the physios came on, and after quite a while, Hart gets up, and then goes back down, mm. and that's always a worry. Um, and concussions are a funny thing, you know. You can you can feel you're okay, and then it comes back on you. So all the better that he saw the game out. Yeah, when he eventually did get up, it was a bit like the ultimate warrior. He was kind <laughs> of getting up in stages, and the crowd were gene him on. He done a couple of kind of springs <laughs> and stretches. So yeah. it was good to see, of course, because we certainly don't want to be losing him uh, at this crucial stage in the season. You were just starting to think, you know, what's changing the goalie here? You know, yeah, could have been a concern. Anyway, um, so yeah, so. Definitely Jota, the main man involved in the first 10-15 you know, minutes, got a couple of really dangerous crosses in, was linking up well down the left at times with Juranovic, and ultimately it's Jota who's got the first goal. Talk us through that one. Uh, or you want me to remind you of it? I just almost, so it was actually really good work from Turnbull, it was a frustrating game for me, but real, real touch of class, and this is the frustration with Turnbull, you see what he's got in his locker, and the ability he's got, and the vision he's got, I think vision is the biggest part of his game, gets a really good ball to uh, McGregor, yeah. and McGregor does some, some great work uh, getting in, but still a, a lot for Jota to do, gets a step inside and just cracks it inside the, the goalie's right hand post yeah I thought it was a really clever goal actually it was well worked because we had been uh, kind of huffing and puffing down that side and Jota had been trying to make things happen so it was, it was obviously great to see when it eventually clicked into place yeah, it and it was a decent goal decent interchange and Jota's got the the savages to continue running in the box McGregor's he's put it right into his stride actually and he's, yeah. he's tucked it away at that point obviously there'd been a wee bit of early frustration but when you get the goal you were hoping and hoping it was going to open up but it, it didn't really play like that did it no, and I don't think they, they rested on their laurels after that goal. I thought they were still going for it. And, you know, up until the penalty, I, th- I thought, you know, they were, they were still pushing and pushing. It was the penalty that took the wind out of their sails, which is you know, a question in itself. You shouldn't be letting things like that set you back. Just, you know, reset, get back to the game you were playing. Because the penalty, you know, it was kind of against the, the run of play. Yeah. Um, so, f- frustrating. But, they, you know, we've, we've got to start putting teams away because they were there to be put away today. Yeah. There was a decent chance for Celtic before the penalty, so there was good play by Jota initially, then Turnbull and Kyogo linked up quite well on the edge of the box. We get the free kick in a, a really dangerous area. There's a couple of things for me, so Turnbull steps up, it's clear that he's going to take it. One thing that all teams seem to do, and rightfully so, is they've got a couple of guys over the ball, even just to give the goalie a bit of guesswork, but we've just said, David Turnbull's hitting this. It'll be Turnbull, Whether aye. you like it or not. Aye, so it's good so to your right. There's no invention, there's no left foot or also sizing it up. Um, you know, there's no layoff, nothing like that. And Turnbull just smacks it right in at the wall and just no invention and no no real you know, nothing creative at all there. If you hit the wall 
you know, that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. When you hit the wall at waist height, that is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So before Turnbull stepped up to take it, I was thinking, well, who else is going to take it? You know, I don't know if Jota's a dead ball. I know Juranovic can hit a ball. I'd like to see somebody else have a go at it. Yeah. I just wonder if, if we're not doing enough. I also think set pieces, uh, you know, more in terms of the corners, there seems very little invention. Maybe there is some moves that we are missing, but they, they just seem to be putting hopeful balls into the box and we don't seem to get too much from corners these days. No, um, and it might be just on, on Angie's to-do list of, you know, screaming priorities that he's got to get through yeah, he's a busy man he's got yeah. all sorts of stuff on that list mm. um, so yeah as you mentioned the penalty to Aberdeen I think around about the 31st minute um, so from where I was sitting the Aberdeen have kind of the corner has kind of been cut back at an angle and their players picked up but he's running out the box from what I can see I do think Abada clips him I know you're not so sure but what did, how did you see that one? I thought Abada lent into him as if he was going to move that way and then stepped out of it seeing that he was going to make contact um, obviously this could be you know guys who've seen it on TV and replays and stuff by now could could tell us right away that you know it definitely is or definitely is not but I, I thought he's pulled out the challenge and the players decided to take the tumble anyway and then the refs no hesitation yeah wonder if we've just you know the old classic but we've asked the ref a question you know by even you know putting a foot in or something like that and I just wonder there's got to be contact yeah but if he's going away from goal do you need to tackle at all there's a question and anyway I'm not happy with it. well I'm not happy if it's a penalty when there's no contact well we could be making a fill ourselves James because we've not seen it but uh, I think there was contact anyway in terms of the penalty itself um, our old friend Lewis Ferguson stepped up to it plenty of booze ringing round and it, listen he tucked it away well and he <laughs> let the crowd know as well and you can't really blame him for that. Yeah, that's football. I think the more of that's I think because he, he feigned injury about three or four minutes before um, from that hatchet man Kyogo, uh, and then as soon as he realised he was wasn't getting it and was under pressure, he was up running about, about like a hare. Uh, he wasn't alone in going down easily. That I, I think that's a clear instruction from Stephen Glass. Is it from Stephen Glass or from number eight? Skish Brown. Skish Brown. Let's get Brown it all over it. I just I, I just thought. A lot of the Aberdeen players were at that today, you know, going down. Uh-huh. Uh, your man is at Bates at the back, different guys, the goalie, a couple of times. I just thought they were just looking to run the clock and frustrate us from a, a very early stage. And I think it was a very obvious ploy. And um, it, it is frustrating. I mean, it's frustrating for fans. It must be frustrating for a, a player as well when you're trying to get the momentum going and, and take control of the game. It is, but we're looking at, you know, the St. Johnson game last week. You know, all these teams are going to want to stop the football. So that goes back to my earlier and much repeated comment about the, the game that Scotland has uh, and it's it's a game where there's maybe one, two, three teams wanting to play football and the rest want to stop it maybe they play football against each other but they don't play against us No, it was, I found that really frustrating um, not much more to talk about uh, first half, I do have a note here that Kyogo consistently makes the run but more often than not doesn't get it, I don't know if it's, if it's a pass too far for some guys or You'd need to be extra brave. You know, I think we play percentage passages, passes, and by that I mean if there's a safe pass out to Jota that McGregor can make or a risky pass to Kyogo, we make the safe pass to Jota. I just think now and then you should make the risky pass because, you, you, I mean, you see this at the games. Kyogo makes the runs almost every single time and he makes the right run and he puts the hands up in frustration at not getting it. And I just, I'd like to see him be a wee bit braver there. Yeah, he makes the run and then looks around and Ryan Christie isn't there. That's mm-hmm. that's the guy who was giving them that ball early in the season. 
and I think you're right you know, take the gamble that it, it does or doesn't come off because fans will never go on your back for that because they'll see what you tried yeah I think so um, so yeah the half's played out there was four minutes injury time due to that uh, knock Joe that Joe Hart had but the game's played out or the half's played out with not too much more action uh, going into the second half so there's been a couple of decent breaks down the left hand side um, at one point I actually found it really frustrating Juranovic broke down the left hand side Jota had played him in with a really clever pass and he just shanked the cross right out of the park and, it, and it, for me it brings us right back to that argument about needing a natural left back somebody who's coming on to that with a natural left foot could have whipped something into the box at pace and instead we're, we're lining up to face their by kick again Yeah he gave away a, a throw in uh, as well simply because he was a right footed player in a left foot position in, in the first half um, he just couldn't quite get his, his feet in the right order uh, it's got to change and it's got to change early January if they sign Sunday suitable Left I'm back. not sure if there's anyone suitable in well the let, let me see Bates you know, if, we can, if we can get a few goals on the board in some game let me see um, scales. what Liam Scales can do Bates it's yeah. <laughs> a different story altogether. do not want him to sign um, there's been another half chance so Celtic have got a corner about 53rd minute um, it's broken to McGregor who's taken a, a real decent crack at goal in the half volley to be fair here, I think Ramirez has caught it flush in the chest and I don't mind the guy going down for that because he caught it with a bit of pace and it looked like it was travelling um, but you know they've, they've got the blocking which is fair enough. After that as well, nice link up play between Kyogo and Jota and Jota's just did an effort deflected over. At that point I've noted that we're, we're chapping the door. I think Juranovic as well, he's at a low effort just past the post and we were, we were starting to put them under pressure weren't we? Yeah, you're starting to get the moves together. Um, nothing, you know, there wasn't any kind of tips around the post or anything like that but they were certainly building into the final third so you're you're feeling a bit of momentum coming yeah um, I've noted just around that time before he went off I, I thought and as I mentioned at the top there I thought Abada was just really poor again the day he just had a he had a really poor spell between around about 50 odd minutes and 60 minutes where just he didn't get the cross in he was trying to dribble he put Ralston in trouble down the right hand side and I just think he's confidence off. I've no problem with that. I think he's a good player and I think he's shown he's a good player. And actually his stats overall show that he's effective. But I think you also need to realise that when a guy's out of form and out of confidence, you need to, in my opinion, take him out the firing line and, and go for an alternative. Absolutely. And I, I thought in the first 15, 20 minutes he was looking quite lively with some kind of nice touches in the box. And, you know, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not shy when it comes to putting his head into places he's not for some headers in the first half and he was unlucky and stuff like that so it's not for a want to try and it's just not happening for him just now and I totally agree it's, it's time you've now got Forrest there as your option so flip what you were doing a few weeks ago and you know, do what you did in the cup, the cup semi make it Forrest for time and a bad on the bench yeah um, that said <laughs> we've got the the goal comes up just after that so 61st minute I've clocked it uh, James McCarthy I thought it was a very clever pass actually he's kind of disguised the slide rule pass and just put it in with his left foot to Abada who he's not done a lot wrong he's he's you know got very little time to react and he's tried to lift it over the goalie uh, Lewis has made a decent block decent save you kind of turn away as a fan <laughs> you think the chance is lost and, and 9 times out of 10 it is but their defender I need to check who it was but He's just cracked it off Callum McGregor and it's, it's it's kind of squirmed into the net. Fair play for McGregor to go and... Did he even... He was looking to kind of close down. Or it was a kind of a half-hearted jump, not a closing down, but mm. I kind of, I'll make it a wee bit awkward for you. Awkwarder, if that's the word. Yeah. Which it isn't. Um, and the boy was just looking to launch in a row triple Z and didn't work out for him, yeah. aye. Um, I, I turned away, I missed it. Yeah, well, I mean, Callum McGregor 
will and has scored much better goals for Celtic, but it's an important goal, isn't it? Because ultimately it's the so when they gets us the three points and you know there's still a lot of game left at that point. As I say, it's sixty one minutes, decent half hour left. But the longer you get into that clock, it can get very tense and you could just feel a bit of relief around the stadium when we got that one. Aye, big time. As, as, as much as you start to get nervous, your opposition starts to get a bit of confidence because their problem of 90 minutes is now reduced to you know, 15, 20, 25, half an hour, whatever kind of thing. Yeah. So um, all the better we got that. But then you need to start going and consolidate that goal. I know, I know. You, you go to one, you think, can we make it three and make it comfy? Make it three, let me relax, let me get up the road get my soup on. <laughs> that wasn't to be. Um, Scott Brown um, has gone off injured, I think, 65th minute of clock. That looks like a hammy. Hope it's hope it's not a bad one uh, by any stretch. And he got a, what I describe as a, as a really... A polite standing ovation. It, it wasn't raucous, and nor should it have been. We've got a game to win there, and Scott Brown's no longer a Celtic man. But listen, he deserves credit and, and praise for, for everything he's done for the club. Absolutely. He, he, he got my polite applause when he was going off, when he could no longer cause me any troubles. There's guys around me shouting Bruni, Bruni before the game, and I'm going, what, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> you're going to be competing against this guy for the next 90 minutes, and he's going to try and beat you for sure. Yeah. Um, so entering that, that latter spell of the game There's not a lot of real action points Nor did Aberdeen threaten by any stretch So there was no nerves certainly at that stage um, We've gone into Around about the 8th minute I've clocked where I thought Jota was so unlucky with an effort off the, the post I think it was McGregor oh, that played a yeah, yeah. Really nice reverse ball And I'd like to see the move again It, it, yeah. you know, it looked like it was a few good link-ups Jota's done everything right as he always does Being the, the superstar that he is But He's just he's put in a really decent effort and it's just caught the the post and, and eventually rolled out and it made it so much you know comfort and it'd have been the right reward for for what we brought to the game as well. It, it'd have been all Celtic and Jota deserved uh, to get that one and like you say, it would have just taken the sting out of the game and they would have played itself out. You might even get another couple towards the end, but yeah, the, the move itself deserved a goal. It was it was really beautiful football. So yeah. I, 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 just sorry, didn't go in yet. Yep. Um, not long after that, Mikey Johnson comes in for Jota, changing of the guard, James. Like for like. Um, I thought Mikey Johnson done okay when he came in, but I'll, like I'll, say, that, like. I'll say that all the time anyway. Um, then, though, as I say, we're, you know, we're now in the last 10 minutes, and I thought Aberdeen did get a spell of pressure, and it, you know, like, like it always will when you've only got a 1 0 lead. It did start to get a bit nervy. They've had a corner, um, 87th minute, and I don't know how close it was, but it looked like we've kind of headed one off the line. Yeah, well, seemed to be in there, um, and it was. They've got this thing where they pack 14, 15, you know, along with their own players, they put every single player they can in our six were, yard box, they were right in that, yeah, which yeah. means your goalie's got no chance of coming for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's shit house football, you know. It's like let, let's not kind of let let football be played here. We just want to kind of suffocate things and make it scrappy and all that. But that's that's the tactics they're playing. So. Yeah, I think just any team that's a goal down, if they get a set piece late in the day, they're going to throw the kitchen sink at it. And, uh, you know, on another day that could go in, and it, it'd have been a travesty not to get the three points for Everton Celtic put in the day. But that's how football goes, and that's why it's it's all the more important that we put things to bed. We've very nearly put it to bed um, around about the 19th minute. It's been a great break. Uh, Forrest found a decent diagonal ball to Mikey Johnson. He's coming in at an angle. You're screaming for him to square it to Kyogo, and he does. And Kyogo gets good contact on it. And the keeper's, you know, he's done his job. He's he's made himself big and he's caught it. On another day, that that just goes the other side of the yeah. goalie. I don't think anyone has done anything wrong there. If you include the four players involved in it, uh, Forrest, Johnson, Kyogo, and was it Lewis was the goalie for them Joe today? Lewis, yeah. yeah, all four players did their job there. You can maybe ask, could Kyogo get a, a harder angle on it? But 
I, I think that would be very harsh. Good, good ball from Forrest, good ball from Johnson. Unlucky from Kyogo, yeah. good save from the goalie. I just think your job as a striker there is to get good contact on target and, you know, That's some days it won, some yeah, days yeah. it won't. Um, the board then goes up for five minutes of injury time, so add that to your four in the first half and we're talking about a 99-minute game of football, which is not where you need it 2-1, but I thought, even though it was tense because, you know, you just, you know that any break of the ball could cause you trouble, I thought we managed it out quite well. I thought there was good game management holding the ball down the right. There was people getting anxious and, and screaming for um, McCarthy Square it and do this and do that and actually I thought he just slowed the game down really well the, the players were far more calm in that five minutes than the, the fans and I include myself in that mm-hmm. uh, they, they seem to just know their job you know they, they, they very likely rehearsed these kind of things but they knew their job to do see now they've actually very anti ball didn't swing the ball in after a corner they kept it in the corner mm-hmm. which the thing was always going to be we'll go for the third goal maybe you know? also got to I'm okay with that game. I'm yeah. okay with that You know, I thought that was fine so yeah ultimately the whistle's gone and it's been a well deserved three points albeit a wee bit anxious and it's just it's so important now that we've you know we've got this really busy spell of games ahead of us that we just clock up three points listen sometimes it'll be good to watch and sometimes it won't it doesn't matter it's all about getting the points isn't it it is and this is the first three points of this you know, next phase kind of thing not counting the League Cup and Europe, Europe and stuff like that the, the league game phase and it's hugely important to get that phase off to a good start with three points you know starting that with one point or any drop points at all is just disastrous so yeah eh, I'm delighted with today's result yeah there's a busy calendar of midweek football coming up so we play on Thursday um our opponents play on Wednesday tough game eh, for both actually so we've got Hearts at home Hearts were in second place, uh, you know, before the start of the fixtures today. So they're there at their abouts, you know, and fair play to them. They've you know, st- you know, stuck in. Obviously, they they beat us in the first game of the season. We've since beat them in the league cup. It'll be a tough one uh, on Thursday again, and I actually think this potentially will be tougher again than what we face today. So how do you see that one going? Yeah, I mean, you know, like you say, they've they've stuck about. They're usually long gone, but now you know the early, uh, you know phase of the league where they, they are up the top you know when they've been in the, the Premier League um, so they'll, they'll have confidence from the number of games and points they've games they've won and points they've picked up in that period so fair play to them um, I noticed uh, the uh, referee is the same as it was in the first game Who's that then? Brother Madden Robert <laughs> well, we'll look forward to his performance on Thursday so it's back to a four point gap at the top of the table and next up it's Hearts at Celtic Park in the first of nine games that will go a long way to determining how the season plays out we'll be back with you for that one and we'll also have the Celtic Exchange Weekly with you on Tuesday of this week but finally my thanks to James and as always our thanks to you for listening we'll see you again next time Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.